0: G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Den and Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates.
1: Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ.
0: Today we are celebrating those who don't normally have their name burnt across the sky, the unsung heroes of sport. We just heard from the country's biggest right now, in my eyes, that is Manus Labashain. The way he did what he did during the World Cup, it wasn't flashy, but it was needed. Played every single game. In fact, only he and David Warner played 19 games straight from the time that that one-day squad assembled in South Africa all the way through to the final He was the rock. He was the linchpin. And he was supposed to be the first man dropped. Every single time someone came back, a team was changed. Marnus was the man to drop out. Instead, Marnus was the man. Unsung heroes today. Keep them coming through thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, we're also on social media. We have the polls up and running. SENQ Twitter, or X, or whatever the heck it's called these days, uh, and on Instagram as well. SENQ. Find out there the Broncos' priorities. Who should they prioritise when it comes to re-signing? Free agency up and running since November 1. W- where do they start? I mean, the obvious point is Rhys Walsh, right? Uh, but what about Ezra Ramer? Hmm. Uh, and then do they do what they do without Jordan Rickey being that right-edge rock and defensively kick chases, setting the tone, setting the agenda in defence because we know defence wins premierships, Right. Right, thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six. You're in charge of the money at Red Hill. You're in charge of making decisions. What and who is your priority and why? Thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Before we pick the brains of someone who's been there and done it before, uh, I do want to read out this text. It's a ripper. It's from Max Kalanga. Max, morning to you. My favourite piece of sporting equipment as a kid was the old Simmons, or is it Simons? Simmons Buffalo Super Tusker cricket bat. The one Steve Waugh used. I kept using it from under 12s until under 16s, and it could pack a punch. I still have it to this day. They're hard to let go of, aren't they, Max? I've still got my Gray Nick twin scoop. Still got it. Needs a new handle. Not a handle, new uh, grip. Mm, You'll never let that. Uh, thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, standing by on the line, Corey Parker to talk all things Broncos. Before we get into that, cause a, 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 as a kid, sporting equipment. What what was your favourite? What did you have? Do you still have it to this day? Good morning to you. Yeah, morning Benny. How are you, mate? Yeah, uh, as a kid, obviously sporting equipment. I mean, was
1: uh, the – well, this is showing my age now. The old leather football, and uh, I remember. <laughs> Going across the road and and my dad didn't play rugby league growing up, but he thought he'd teach me how to kick a leather football (laughs) barefoot toe poke style and it only lasted once. He broke his toe on the way in and that (laughs) that was the end of him teaching me how to kick a footy. But uh, that was obviously a a bit of a memory when I was a boy growing up and where the sort of dream started for me, the old leather football. Right. Yeah, the, the fe- if when you you did- talk about that. The old leather football and the mounds of sand oh. to kick a goal. Remember those?
0: Oh, yeah, we all did that, right? The Melman Inga style with the sand, right? That's it. Toe yeah, poking. You put a bit of water in your sand, a bit of mud,
1: and you'd yeah. make it like a little sand castle, and off you
0: go. I know. Kicking tees. Hey, kids these days, they've got it easy. Although yeah, I suppose you it. you used a kicking tee, didn't you? You went all right. Well, I
1: did, but not when I was coming through. Yeah. Uh, as a young kid, we used sand, so I got a taste of both of them.
0: Of that the sand, it, 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 there was there was a there was an art, wasn't there, of of making that pile of sand just the right Absolutely. size. If you're, the, if yeah.
1: you, your home, if you're a home team, your sand was um, like really good. It had a bit of mud in it, so it had a bit of, uh, yeah, you could sort of mould it together. But yeah. if you're on the away the away team, it was just like sand from the sandpit. It was awful. <laughs>
0: It's like hosing out the dressing rooms <laughs> of the away ones. Um, uh, mate, we could talk this all day, uh, and I'm still thinking of leather footies too, but let's talk priorities a- at the Broncos because they yeah. have got some decisions to be made. And I know these talks are well down the track, but when it comes to... I mean, you're looking at Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam. I mean, they're the headline acts. Where do you even start? Like, Do you prioritise Ezra, the ball player, the, the playmaker? Or do you prioritise Reese Lightning? Or do you have someone else in mind, Koza? Yeah,
1: look, you've got to prioritise. I mean, and these talks are starting right now, not so much down the track. I mean, they're effective as we speak. And you need to prioritise for what the club looks like in the foreseeable future. So, you know, yes... You know, we're living in the right now, but you want to lock these players up in mould your club around and understand what you want to be as a football club you know, next year, the year after, but more importantly, the next five years. What's a, what's a five-year plan look like? And it's the same as business. I mean, when you're trying to forecast your business and what you want it to look like, you put steps in place. The hard part is, or the good part, which way you want to put it, is because the Broncos have such... A great array of young talent and you know they've shown that last year or this year rather with getting to the grand final Mm. is your salary cap does come under scrutiny and comes under a bit of pressure so there's some individuals within that organization that are on really really good money um, but if they want to try and hold that nucleus together uh, they're gonna have to take some haircuts and and you know which is why when you talk about the Penrith Panthers and the likes it's so mind-boggling to think that they've won three in a row because their team has been pulled apart because that's what the salary cap is meant to do. So to answer your question, priority number one for me would be Reece Walsh. Tying him up. He's a marketer. You know, he, he he sells tickets. He's Aside mm-hmm. from him being a wonderful footballer, um, he's a person that you can really build your team around, and he's got a little bit of X factor about him. Number two would be Ezra Mann. Um halves in the competition are just so hard to find. At the moment off the top of head, um, there's three that are available and Ezra Mann's one of them, um, Jerome Lewis is another and Tom is another. And unfortunately or fortunately for the whoever again, which way you look at it, they are upwards of eight hundred thousand to a million dollars because yeah. they are a dime a dozen. So if your current team doesn't have the ability to pay you, a la Jerome Louis, up upwards of eight to nine or a million well, there's a fair lucrative carrot to say that 15 or 16 other clubs will will be there doing that. So a real juggling act for the Broncos as we speak. Uh, and that's not to say, look, Adam Reynolds. There's talk about Adam Reynolds looking to sign on uh, for the year after next. Now, if that is the case, and Adam Reynolds can't sign on for the money that he's on currently, no. which you know reportedly is about 850,000. Now, if, if he is to go into 2025 um, he's got to take a substantial haircut because you can't fit all these young superstars under the cap if that's the case. So, yeah, Reese Walsh, Ezra Mamm, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan. They've lost Tom Flegler. They've lost mm. Kirby Farmworth due to those reasons. Um, so there's a, a fair juggling act. Jordan Ricky's coming off contract also. Now is he someone you put a little bit into, or do you do you skim on him, hoping that he'll stay and no one else wants him? It's it's a real juggling act, but when you peel back the layers of what is recruitment and retention, it's 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 the beauty of rugby league. It's money ball stuff. Yeah. What can you get? What can you get for value, etc. So uh, it's something I really, you know, like and enjoy doing, Benny. But um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you need to have a bit of a plan of what the club may or may not look like in the five, in five years' time.
0: Right. Well, let's sift through some of that, and we've got to obviously point out that. The Reese Walsh is not a free agent yet. He, he's still in until 2025. But they, they, they need, I would think, and from what I'm hearing you say, he should be the number one priority to extend, to make sure that he is someone that is the, the carrot, the attraction to say, hey, look, Reese's well, is, is on board, Payne's on board. We know Paddy Carrigan's yeah. here until 28. So th- this yeah. is – he's going to be here completely. Well,
1: yeah, well, what they need to do is upgrade and extend. Yeah. Now – you know, if, if rumours or well not rumours, if reports are true and Reese is on about four hundred and fifty thousand, um, that's well below market of what he could get on the open market. Right mm. now, he's done a terrific job for the Broncos. So when normally, generally, when you upgrade an individual, you then look to extend them. So there's a there's a carrot right now for him, and there's also a carrot down the track. Which I think, being Reese, having Reese's age, etc., um, I think it's not a risk at all. Um, and I think it's a smart move from the club. So I would, I would think in the very near future, if not happening right now, that they will be um, putting steps in place to do that.
0: All right. There's going to be a couple of hard decisions to be made as well. I mean, you spoke about Jordan Ricky. Oh, I think he's one bloke that they can't afford to lose on that right. edge. Mm. He, he's the, the, the defense and attack. You, you know he he's yeah. the, he's leading that kick chase and you know yeah. how important that is to set up a team defensively for a set of 6 to keep the opposition parked in their own yeah. own 20 their own 40 uh, i think and, and he's a, he's a international in the in waiting yeah. basically yeah yeah, yeah but, really but, they're, but they're, story they've Jordan got and yeah and they've got kurt capewell mm. as well who was looking for a 2 year extension so so Koza, mm. you know you've got the experience you've got a Marone. You've got someone like Kurt Capewell, who's won premierships, or mm. or Jordan Rickey. It may not be a decision between the two, but you know, there's going to have to be some hard calls made there.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is, and I think you know, if I'm again, I, I'm not within the four walls, but if I'm the person at the helm making those decisions, I'd be probably skimming um, Kurt Cape, uh, Capewell's salary and topping up. Jordan Ricky's salary because it's just really important what you say there, what the player actually brings and how much value that player brings to that side. Now, um, one of the most improved players, not only in the Broncos, but on the competition, was Jordan Ricky and his ability just to continually do those little things that you know work so well. Kurt Capewell, on the other hand, is at the back end of his career. He was on a good deal when he came to the Broncos to lure somebody with some sort of experience that's paid off. But now that he's finished his deal, um, you'd probably look to go south in his negotiation or his feed, and go north with Jordan Rickey. Um, Does that appease everyone? No, it doesn't. But ultimately, that's the juggling act. And we see this just recently, I think today, I think it was Corey Oates has signed on to go on again. Now he's taken a huge haircut, um, so much so that he felt disrespected. But again, it's a results-driven industry. It's all about results, results, results. Um, there's going to be some people that aren't happy, a bit like you and I, Benny. We all we all want a little bit more, don't we? But ultimately, <laughs> you just take what you get
0: sometimes, and you move on. <laughs> well, okay, okay, well, so this is I want to I want to, from a player's point of view, you've been there, you've done that. When, when it comes to the greater good of the team, and, and this may come mm. down to the individual, which I'm pretty sure it would, but from a player's point of view, do, do you get it if you're if you're a Kurt Katewell or an Adam Reynolds, and, and you go, you know what, to to, to to make sure the future is right for this club, who's who's given me a mm. chance, do do you do you cop it? Do you wear it? Is are you okay with that, or is well? Do do you understand it, it, it from a player's point of view, it, it, or do players well, get? It, I understood I it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, they understand it, but um, they do a really good job in today's day and age to uh, sidestep those areas and just sort of palm it off to the managers, and it'll sort itself out, et cetera. Ultimately. Um, yeah, so uh, throughout my career I you know you know, I loved the Broncos and stayed at the Broncos for probably less than what I could have. Now yeah. you know, I was the one that signed the signed the um contracts. There was no gun in my head to say you had to sign. But um, you know, they probably understood that as well and, and got their value out of me. Now, if you're talking about an Adam Reynolds, for example, well he's on eight hundred and fifty. So if he had to drop the six fifty at 35 years of age, it's hardly a haircut, I think, mm. to be honest. Um, I know it is a haircut, but when you're at 35 and you've got still got the ability to play at one of the top clubs with some of the greatest superstars, it's a pretty good coin. Now, if you're Jerome Luai, for example, and he is looking down the barrel of potentially getting if the reports are correct, seven hundred, six hundred fifty to seven hundred, because they've paid Yo, they've played uh, Fisher Harris, they've paid Cleary, etc. But they can only offer Lua about six hundred fifty-seven. Mm. However, he can get over a million somewhere else. I would say he'd be leaving. Now they've won three premierships in a row, so that's the ultimate currency when it comes to professional sportsmen. If you've won championships, that is the ultimate currency. Now they've been, they've. Had the ability to win three in a row, so I would suggest if there's a pretty fair offer north of seven uh, for Jerome that he'll be leaving for sure. Because ultimately, we... Benny, you, we can have sorry mate, we can have this chat as as professional sportsmen, but when it's all said and done, the dust has settled, and you look back at it and you go, oh boy, oh boy, I've only you've only got a ten year window. The the, the the lifespan of an NRL player these days is forty four games, which is effectively two years. Like that's the average lifespan of NRL players. So if there's an opportunity to really cash in on long-term, big, big money contracts, well, hats off to to the person.
0: Um, as far as priorities go, I, I want to raise this one with you. Uh, Sats on Sports Day said that the Broncos should probably look at getting Tom Dearden to return to the Broncos as a, a mm. successor to Adam Reynolds. Or well, they've got Jock Madden there until 26. Mm. H- have they yep. got Have they got Adam Reynolds' successor, or do, or should they be looking? elsewhere?
1: Uh, well, I would always say they're actively in the market, um, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on. The the, the hard thing there is they had Reese Walsh. They bought him back. They had Tom Dearden, and if they were to buy him back, you know, you, you're buying the player back. Yes, they've developed, but you're buying the player back at, um, you know, well over what they were if, you, if they'd stayed. Yeah. Now, I still think... Um, Yeah, the Broncos could probably look deeply into another key playmaker, whether that's a seven, whether that's a nine. um, I think there's an opportunity. It's just a matter of what's on the market. Now, Tommy Dearden played six for the Cowboys. Is he a seven? Well, still yet to be tested in that area. So, um, Ezra Mams a six. Now, they play a similar style. They're a running six. So, you need someone that can really steady the ship. So, maybe Jock Madden, who has played that role and still has age on his side, can do that. He he, you know, he very much is a steady hand in, the, in regards to steering the team around, but he doesn't bring the experience yet. But you can only get experience by playing games. So um, I think Deirdre and, and also Mam are very similar players. So do you want that between your halves? Well, that's a decision that Kev would have to make.
0: No, it's a very good shout, mate. And uh, really, really appreciate the, the intel and the insight from someone who's been there on the inside as well. Before I let you go, mate, give me one name. An unsung hero, in your eyes, either you've played with or or you've seen mm. in the world of sport, past or present?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, straight away, straight away comes to mind. One, one of the unsung heroes, never got the raps or the accolades that he probably deserved, uh, would be a David Stagg for me. Now, if you think oh, about one. the '06 grand final, was the last time the Broncos won a grand final? If I asked you what position David Stagg played for, would you be able to answer that?
0: Oh, but I should know. I was there. He
1: started, yeah. he started in the centres. David Stagg in the centres for the Brisbane Broncos and 06 Grand Final. Unsung hero, without
0: doubt. Nice one. Koza, thank you, mate. Talk again soon. Corey Parker, um, you've heard what he said about unsung heroes, about sand and everything in between as well. Broncos' priority. Reese Walsh, top of his list. Do you agree? 1313 13 55 0467 736 736. Where would you go if you're the power brokers, the money men, the money ballers at, at Red Hill? Who's your priority? To either bring in, to keep, to retain, or perhaps move on. Thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Twenty one minutes past ten.